This is the official Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2 Companion Podcast. Every Sunday, we release an episode on the newest episode of the Rising of the Shield Hero. So if you're wanting a fantastic and casual podcast for this entire Season 2, look no further. This is that anime podcast you've been searching for. fans and welcome to that anime podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure i'm your host jordo and here with me as always are my co-hosts and ken we've got the baby brother brennan and the oldest brother colton here today to talk to you about season two rising of the shield hero episode 12 titled reason to fight what did you guys think of this episode Best one of the season. Yeah. Didn't it, it, sure. it, it did feel like the last episode. Yeah, I was like, I thought. Is it not? I mean, <laughs> no. I didn't think it was, but I was like, maybe we just thought. I watched it at the end. It said there will be one more. I was like, okay. I mean, I it's freaking, it was good. It doesn't say at the end that there's yeah. one more, but I looked online. There's there's supposed to be, be 13, 13 episodes. Yeah. I mean, it felt like a shonen on this episode for sure. I just, uh. Whoa, whoa, They did whoa, it at the end of <laughs> <laughs> bring it back <laughs> i just hope people stick with it long enough to get to that point because i don't think it's a good i don't yeah. think it's a good format to just lull people to sleep for over <laughs> half the season and then like pack in some good episodes at the end yeah um because yeah. you're gonna have a lot of people drop it but then also if this gets any buzz you know maybe some people will come back and be like well i can power through six seven mediocre episodes to get to the good point it is interesting how different the second half of the season quality-wise can be from the first half. And you know that they, I mean, obviously they have source material to work with, but it's just like, damn. Damn. I mean, they, yeah, they could have realistically done it in eight episodes. Probably would have been better. Just make but, the tortoise a two-episode thing. Yeah, they spent too much time just like not doing jack with that and just... It really didn't get good until, honestly, they went to the other world. Yeah. Like, literally, like, even whenever Ost got killed and shit, like, that shit still wasn't that good. Yeah. But, yeah, it was really good today, and I just hope that, I mean, if you're listening, you obviously powered through, so pat on the back We got you. one. This was the penultimate. <laughs> we got one episode left. But for anybody that dropped it, kind of sucks you know <laughs> yeah you're and I, I may be maybe biased too because we've done a companion podcast for every episode so yeah we know <laughs> for better show. for for better or for worse like i'm invested so <laughs> maybe, this... one, maybe it wasn't as good as i built up no it was just it felt good. good today though if this is your first time listening we welcome you we hope that you laugh a ton and find our takes on anime to be of value in your life if it turns out that you do love listening we pray that you can follow us on instagram that anime podcast and if you want to take your support of our podcast to the highest of levels you can leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts and or spotify or wherever it is that you listen this helps us reach more casual anime fanatics just like you so thank you in advance for those um episode synopsis for episode 12 titled reason to fight is this the wave appears before its scheduled time 
Kizuna's group is teleported to it, while Naofumi and his party head for Kyo's lab on Ethnobalt's ship. There, they see the true depths of Kyo's wickedness. The beginning of this episode, was it confusing as hell to you guys at first? I just thought like it was going to... Like the gonna, back and forth I talking. thought it was going to be more of a factor in the episode, and it may be a factor going forward, because... Um, he had some shit to say at the end. They left, Yeah, they left it open to, like, where he either has something, some horror crooks to set up, and he's not really going to be gone. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I guess I got what they were going with it. I just feel like it didn't... It didn't play a huge role in the episode. Like that information was that information, and that's where it kind of ended, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was kind of weird though, because they he when he died, they showed his backstory. Like he came from another world too. It was. I think that it was, was trying to explain to us why yeah. he was so evil. Is because yeah. he had such a shitty life as a human. He was going to make the most of this. Yeah, second but chance. he started. I guess it was weird because he started out young in this new world. Yeah, that's what's different. Because he grew up with that other girl, yeah. but he died. He died. His room was a mess. He jumped. He was a little heavy, yeah, so he died like a full-grown man. And that's probably why he was, like, into books when he was little, like that one girl said. And, like, why he had no problem betraying her. Like, he knew this world was just, like, his second chance. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he took it. He took it as, like, the game that he was, like, a king in or whatever. Yeah. Yep. So, she was just dispensable. Yeah. But, yeah, it is weird that he just, like... He he got more reincarnated than transferred to another mm-hmm. world. Yeah, he's like Mushoku Tensai, except yeah, not wrong. He was at first. I was like, is this supposed to be Naofum- What Naofumi's life would be like if he never came to this world? Because it had dark hair too, and he was still in a room on the computer. Uh, I immediately made the link that it's Kyo. It took cause... me a while to make the link yeah. until they showed Kyo in one of the scenes. I was like, oh, it's Kyo, not Naofumi. But this is what it says. Uh the episode starts by giving us a little background into Nalfim before they came to this world, and he says, Before I was summoned to another world, I was an ordinary otaku who dabbled in a little bit of everything. Otaku, does that just mean a Japanese person? No, he just like... Shut in. No, I, I, think, talk- it's, I think it's just like... He uh, dabbled in everything. He liked games, anime, yeah. you know, like nerd-type culture. A young person who is obsessed with computers or particular aspects of pop culture yeah. to the detriment of their social skills. He was so ca- basically... He was a, a casual, though. He was a youth. <laughs> yeah, he's like us, a casual, except younger. Yeah. Um, and then it switches to a fat-looking guy, which we later learn is Kyo, and... He says, the real world is a shithole. I don't belong here. And my games were the only thing that helped me forget that. Back to Naofumi, I spent most of my time selling items to relax. But sometimes I'd lead clans doing high difficulty content. Talking about video games. Back to Kyo, I was a genius. I could do anything. My experiments and inventions made me famous through the whole country. Back to Naofumi. It's like, what game, is, what game are you inventing shit? I know. You know what I mean? Like... Usually the game designers you got to put in anything you can uh-huh. do. Like he was innovating in there. Now, if says online games were just one of the many things I enjoyed as an otaku, so he had a life outside of games. Kyo, games were all I had. Um, we see his online gamer tag. His na- his name was Nameless Vagrant. My life in those games was my reality. And did you guys read what it said? It was like we found your IP, piece of shit. Somebody kicked this loser out. And then after oh, that was when he jumped that. out the window. Uh, so they took his life away in the game. So he Basically, died. yeah. That's wild. Um, me says, my life, was as or- my life was an ordinary one, and I thought it would last forever. 
Yeah, Kyo. Nafumi's life didn't seem so bad. No, he's just I mean, he seemed dude. content with it, you know, like. He, he had a little like, brother, too. He wasn't, like, depressed. He wasn't, like, over happy. You know, he was going to school and chilling. He didn't have a job, did he? <laughs> I think that he, at the beginning, he said he was living with his parents after graduating high school. Uh, I thought he was do. in a dorm room. I thought he was, like, a college student. No, he lived at home. His younger brother was in school. Uh, I thought he was, like, in the library and shit on the first episode, like, when he got transported. He was when he got transported. Like, wasn't he but... a college student and he was, like, going to the university library? I don't know. He like opened a book and I got sucked in. I remember he did get pulled when he was in the library, but I don't know what he was. I think doing he's there. a college student. Maybe twenty two is like you're li- you're probably like a fifth year senior at that point, but <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> yeah, you could be right. Um, Keo says I wanted to wake up from this nightmare, and this is whenever he goes over to the window and he jumps out. The place, his place is trashed. He's fat. It was just like Mashoku Tensai. I mean. Maybe they ripped that exact scene <laughs> in bedroom, like setting. Um, now, Fumi says, So what am I doing here? I'm here in a totally new world, and I, I'm just doing what they told me to. And Kyo says, I'm not wasting my time with that crap. This is the second life I wanted, so I'm going to seize it for all it's worth. Different worlds ruled by different laws shatter their different barriers and manifest its power here. The wave of calamity, dimension wave. And I read a note. He says it like, Dimension Wave! <laughs> Dimension Wave! Um, it felt like a good time to have the opening song come in here, but it didn't. There was no opening scene in this episode. I guess because it's the penultimate. Well, I knew the way, they're, the way they were starting it. I knew there wasn't going to be an opening, just the, the back and forth. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was cool how they did that. Yeah. Good cinematography. Um, Nafumi says that the others were sent to the wave because, remember, they split up, and it's because they're of this world's cardinal heroes and their followers. So basically it took the cardinal heroes, Lark, Therese, and Glass, or Lark, Kizuna, and Glass, and it took Therese because she's a follower and part of the party. So we confirmed that those three are cardinal heroes and they have vassal weapons. But the mirror and the samurai sword that Raftalia have are just vassal weapons. They're not heroes. Yeah, she would have been stuck there at the end. Yeah. I'm assuming. Did she take it with her? Or is it gone? No, she definitely took that shit with her. I didn't see if... Couldn't I don't tell. think... Yeah, I probably went with yeah, her. Yeah, no way. No way they just... And that, <laughs> that, that storyline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she got powerful as hell with that thing yeah i'll talk about that later ethnoball he shows up with his big old boat tell he's like everybody get the fuck in um him and yomogi say that the others stay behind they stayed behind to help the other to help with the waves um and this is when yomogi she's finally come to the realization that kyo is truly evil and that he did in fact steal the spirit tortoise's power to create a wave Nafumi goes over her to her and he grabs her by the shirt, pulls her up close to him, <laughs> rears back. I really thought he was going to punch her. I was like, oh, shit. But Raftalia kind of stops him. But can you guys imagine if he did punch her? What kind of character would this guy be if he punched the shit out of her just then? <sighs> did you think there was any chance he was actually going to punch her? No, I thought at worst <laughs> he'd like throw her against the wall or something. Because yeah. it turns out that she did know that Kyo went to... Sp- 
steal the spirit tortoise's power, but she thought he was going to use the power to stop the waves in their world, not to set them off. Make the ultimate wave, the dimensional wave. Yeah. Nafumi tells Ethnobal, take me to where that bastard's waiting. So he flies over there, but we go over to to, uh, Glass, Kizuna, and Lark, and Therese, and they're fighting some very interesting monsters. They've got some flying birds with arms, dual-wielding shimitars, some snake people with tridents, and elephants. They're good enemies too because they like they give you time to like banter. Yeah, they don't they don't come relentlessly. They they're just, just standing around, yeah, they just wait, <laughs> hover in the air till you're ready to kill a couple of them. They're like, we're gonna have fun with was, these guys. Yeah, they're the ideal enemy for a wave. Yeah, they are. They weren't attacking any civilians or anything. They're like they just keep coming. <laughs> they basically piece together that they're gonna have to stop Kyo to stop the wave because they just keep spawning. Um, back over to Naofumi and his gang. They've arrived at Kyo's lab, and this is when Naofumi tells Ethnobalt, go back to Kizuna. She's never seen a wave before, and it'll be good for her to see you. It'll make her feel better. Always thinking of Kizuna. I think, I, I think that there may be something there between Kizuna and Naofumi, especially at the end. Um, they go into the lab, and they encounter chimeras. It's the spear lady. The spear ladies that followed Kazuki, they're like merged in with those like legendary white tigers now. But Raftalia anime swordsman's them basically and, in an instant. And it loses blood, but then they're like straight after that. Yeah. Like they're like blood splatter and allegedly they're dead. And then if they're like, then <laughs> they're just like AOKs. Like, uh. they're alive enough to realize that they fought for nothing because they're yeah. Kazuki, beloved Kazuki. I mean, they're acting like they just took a good punch to their gut or ribs, uh-huh. not that they were bleeding out. Yeah, and they had the same weapon that Kyo had given Yamogi, that green sword with the eye on it. Um, then Kyo shows up. He says, hey there, shield shithead. I'm not happy at all to see you again. Nafumi says, agreed. <laughs> but coming here was the only way to kick your ass. <laughs> there was a lot of good dialogue. Like I can imagine reading the light novel and like laughing a lot in this part. And then in walks Kazuki in a zombie-like form, and Yomogi says that he is actually a homunculus. <laughs> and it's funny because when you watch Full Metal Alchemist, that's there's homunculus and yeah. Full Metal Alchemist there. And there's well. chimeras. And chimeras. I know. Shy Tucker, Shall Tucker. The sewing like um, We learn that he forced the soul of the wielder of the mirror vassal weapon into the body of Kazuki. And then uh, when Yamogi's telling them all this, Kyo was like, whoa, <laughs> spoiler warning, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> there was really just a lot of good dialogue. Um, Raftalia says that she can hear the voice of the Miravasa weapon wielder and that he's begging to be released. So they're connected because they're Vasa weapon wielders. And Philo, Yomogi, and Raftalia, they stay behind to take on this homunculus while Naofumi and Rishia go on to fight Kyo. Which makes sense because Rishia was the one that beat his ass last time. I was, I was not surprised by this. Yeah. Um, Kyo was waiting in a throne room for Naofumi and Rishia. When they walk in, he says, finally, it's just you two. The green-haired moron and the shield shithead. You're the two that I need to kill myself. Um... Kyo makes a joke about going back to Naofumi's world and killing the big bird, a.k.a. the Philolio Queen. Yeah, what's her name? Phil- 
Futoria. Yeah. yeah. Um, to get more power because he can't get more from the spirit tortoise. And this piss this is what sets Nalpha me off. He gets properly pissed off. And so the rage shield activates and he starts doing his little chant, Foolish sinner, I sentence you to cast your screams unto the heavens. Within the dragon's jaws, born from my flesh, become an offering to the gods as you howl. And then the dragon's voice says, So you chose to use it. And then the dragon manifests from Naufumi in flames, and he says, You chose to call me, Iwatani Naufumi. Now I will become one with you. He starts screaming, but he, with the screaming comes power, because we see their stats, and it's Naufumi is level 75 plus level 76 now. Raftalia is level nice. 80, plus 79, so on and so on. Had some Naruto Kurama vibes. It did. Early on when he would like take his power, go a little crazy. Yep. Tempt him, you need my power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Kyo says, ha ha, look at this loser. He got so mad that he let the shield take him over. Friends, you can expect me to believe that bullshit. You control them with the slave crest and a monster crest. If they were really your friends, you wouldn't need to enslave them. The fact that you helped your slaves get a bit stronger doesn't change a thing, you idiot. Risha tries to stop Naofumi from going rage, full rage. He grabs her by the, th- the throat and starts choking her. He calls her a disgusting slut. He says, why am I stuck taking care of a girl whose life goal was to get into the bow hero's pants? Ugly whore, I'll kill you first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true rage. And then, you don't expect her to say this, but this is what she says. I finally heard what you really think. And she's smiling. I always wondered what you thought about me. I'm okay with that. But Raftalia and Philo are different, right? And when she asks that, Nafumi's eyes change back to normal. And she says, I don't know who you are, but get out of Nafumi. Um, so now Nafumi's wrestling with the, the dragon internally. Naruto and Kurama style. And Kyo is like, well, I guess I'll just kill Rishio while Naofumi's doing this. He starts fighting her, but she dodges all his shit. He turns gotta, on the gravity. You gotta freaking thrust that thing through his throat. I know. Like, there ain't no point in just like sticking him there. Like, if you got the kill, you gotta you gotta kill him. This is why. Or or don't let let her block it, but don't let her block it, and then stick the freaking sword to his throat and not. You know what I mean? Yeah, she gets right. Kind of takes him. away from the. If he would have stopped her right away, but he got to be like, like, pin his neck back and be like, oh shit, let me sit here for 10 seconds, then use the power to stop you. That's the biggest downfall of the heroes is that they're, they, sometimes you just got to kill some bad guys. You got to put your morals aside and kill some bad guys. I mean, it's for the greater good. This was the time that would have made sense and it would have given her character some points. And it's like, now Fumi kills him anyways. Like, you guys went there to stop Kyo. You ran. You just you just countered all his attacks, resisted the the gravity force from the tortoise, and you got your knife all the way up to his jugular. Now she didn't get the gravity force till after she was on the jugular. That's why how she couldn't finish him, and she got blew back. But she straight up had she could have killed him though. Yeah, she could have killed him. He didn't have the gravity force till she hesitated. But I, yeah, my thing is just don't let her get that close. Let her just show her skill. That I blocked it and almost got there. Not, I actually got there, but was just too dumb to finish him. Yeah. Quite annoying. Um, we go back to Naofumi wrestling with the dragon, and the dragon's like, yes, good, good, feel the rage, let the hate flow through you. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then Ost comes in and grabs Nafumi by the hands and reminds him that he doesn't need those flames. And then, like, there was some weird Celine Dion music playing in the yeah, background. Yeah, it was like some new song. Yeah. And it was in English, it was, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was very odd. And just like that, Nafumi's back. And always when he wakes up from the rage, Raftalia, at least Raftalia is always touching, but this time Raftalia and Fila were wrapped around him. Um, and then we get the classic Kamehameha wave battle that... The, old, the classic <laughs> beam struggle. Yeah. <laughs> As always. So they, the opening song starts to play, too. So you already know Nafumi's about to whoop some ass. When the opening song comes in, somebody's ass is getting whooped. This was like deja vu of the last time they fought Kyo. <laughs> the same exact beam, the same exact opening song at the end of the episode. Um, and it even looked like they were using the mirror vassal weapon to like amplify the, they did. the power. That's she brought in, like used it to like help reflect it too. That's the reason they were able to win, I think. Because oh, okay. he was his percentage or whatever of that power was going down quick. Got it. Kyo, he's losing, and he's laughing as he's getting blasted, and he yells, Good. Enjoy your victory. Guys like you always end up looking like fools in the end, as you'll find out soon. He gets overtaken by the wave, and is assumed dead. His book falls to the ground. Yamogi goes and picks it up. And then it looks like the... It looks like the mirror vassal weapon bonded with Naofumi's shield. And it's like part of it now. Guess we'll find out. Yeah. On next week's episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> find out. Um They go outside, everybody's, you know, talking about what they're gonna do for the next month till the next wave because they think they have to ride the wave home. But then now for me and his party start to glow gold because it says that their mission is complete. Um that they retrieved the spirit tortoise's power, they avenged Ost, and that they have a they now have a countdown of one minute. Um, and basically that one minute consisted of Kizuna and Naofumi having a moment. She thanks him with tears in her eyes and asks if she can come to see him sometime. And he's like, sure, as long as you don't come to try to kill me. And Kizuna says, dummy, you know, I wouldn't. And Naofumi says, see you around Kizuna. Didn't even wink at her or anything, but then they teleport. (laughs) See you around kid. Yeah. (laughs) And then Kizuna says up until the last minute, Naofumi was doesn't say anything and just smiles what do you guys think she was gonna say they don't know that's why they just left it there just to like because the people that want to ship them they don't want to close the door on that but they also don't want to make it a, they don't want to make it official either i think she for sure likes Nafumi. does Nafumi like her there's not, not. There, there's not been a girl that doesn't though to be honest Therese doesn't Therese is basically with Laura. But she will the blacksmith romania doesn't she ain't against him though <laughs> She ain't against it though. Like she knows that she's got she's too much comp. With, she's sleeping with the king, uh, Lark. Uh, uh, he's got four he's seasons. got tons of concubines. She doesn't like that. Yeah. Um, ending song finishes, but the ending song wasn't like a normal ending song. It was just like clips from the season. Yeah. This, they, they really made this feel like a last episode. Yeah, that's why I was like, "Is this it? I thought there's one more." Yeah. Then the ending song finishes. They're back in Melramark where it all started, and we get a monologue from Nafumi, and I'll just read it. After I returned home, I was given a medal by the queen for defeating the spirit tortoise, and the title of Viscount. Which is, I looked it up, it's a British nobleman ranking above a baron and below an earl. (laughs) An earl. From dictionary.com. 
So basically, he's got some. I guess he would be considered more of a baron since he had the. He was like the lord of that land. Okay, the earl so, of that land. I know yeah, earls and like Vikings. They were like the so. Lord he's beneath an, a viscount is beneath an earl. Viscount. Viscount. That's what he was before. No, I don't know. He was yeah. a baron before. Uh, they didn't say he was a baron, but I'm assuming, you know, a baron owns, like, a, like whatever the animal kingdom that he lives in. So yeah. I'm sure he just, you know, has a higher ranking. He says, I heard later that at the time of the wave appeared in Kizuna's world, another appeared here. While we were gone, Motoyasu, Ren, and Itsuki worked hard to defeat it. Maybe they just wanted to restore their names after how useless they were against the spirit tortoise. But the waves, the other world, there are more and more problems to deal with. And then there's the phoenix, the next guardian beast to awaken. It's hard to stay positive with so many challenges awaiting us. But I know that as long as I have my friends, I can keep this world safe. At least that's how it feels, because I'm the shield hero. And. It ends without telling us next week's episode name, which is a first. Yeah. So maybe there is no, if there's no episode next week, obviously we won't do an episode about it. That's, but everything I think they online, could use a, a little aftermath episode slash setup. They, they have to set up another conflict. Yeah, just that kind of thing. And sometimes it's good after. I mean, just like anytime there's a big climax, end of a arc type thing, you want to have that episode after where you like. Where you know it's not going to be intense, you know. Mm-hmm. You just defeated pain and you want to see how everybody's doing in the village afterwards yeah. type thing. So I think something like that. So not, not a crazy episode next week. Just something to leave a good taste in our mouth, I guess. So there's four guardian beasts. One is Fitoria. One was the spirit tortoise. Now the phoenix is next. And it looks like the slave... So they showed us the slave driver, and he they was... They showed a couple people, two people fighting. We don't know. The slave yeah. driver had, like, some girl yeah. with blue hair. That's something, you know, but... Moto, yeah. There was a look shared between Moto Yasu and Rishia, like an acknowledgement that I thought it was. I thought now. he just, like, looked at her. I didn't know. I thought he was just, like, looking yeah, at her. Yeah, it wasn't Moto Yasu. It was the... Oh, yeah. Itsuki, Itsuki, Itsuki and Rishia. Yeah. Sorry. Moto Yasu is freaking way taller than Itsuki and Ren, by the he way. He always has been. He's the, he's the tallest. He's the oldest one, isn't he? Older? Or he's, he's a year older than Nafumi. Nafumi. Yeah. yeah. Not that it matters. I think he. I think the other two are still in They're high all school. probably full grown either way. Yeah. Jeez. No word from, from uh, Bitch this season or the little blue haired girl, the, que- the queen's daughter. Melty. Melty. I'm, I'm, I don't like her right now because in her opening, she's doing that finger thing where she's looking over her shoulder. You know, <laughs> their mom. I, oh, I hate yeah. that shit. <laughs> it does kind of. It's like, what are you doing? Who are you saying no to? Yeah, I like where that. I like where it's headed. This was a very good episode. Kyo's definitely not dead. He's got another trick up his sleeve. We did never learn if he was a cardinal hero or not, though, or if he was just a. Va- he acquired the vassal weapon book. We also didn't learn what the fucking point of his dimension wave was. I think that's what they were trying to explain at the beginning. It either because it's gonna he just pl- wanted to it's either gonna havoc. play more of a role or they had to write themselves out of a corner, like for the villain. Like, let's give him a motive, you know, just that he's bitter and you know wanted to be where he was in the old or the other world. He should have used his power to control. So then this time, he is. And why why would he go into a fight with Nafumi and Rishia that he couldn't win? He probably thought he could win. I don't know. He was 
Yeah, he wasn't really. Mercedes a villain. He... Most, most villains aren't dumbasses though. He's like a smart guy. He's definitely schemed, and he threw that fight. Uh, that's all I'm saying. He threw that fight. I mean, yeah, he didn't really have a plan for the rage either. Is the thing like, even if he Nafumi kills Rishia, he's still gonna probably toast that toast. You know, Kyo. Yeah. Like, even though he egged him on, but yeah, you're right. He didn't really. He didn't do anything. It been, if he would have started harnessing the Rage Shield's power, I would have been like, okay, that makes sense. You know, he was ready for it, but he was just like trying to egg him on. Mm-hmm. Well, next week is episode 13. It is the season two finale of the Rising of the Shield Hero. Um, everybody be sure to watch it. Please give us those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever it is that you listen. We do appreciate those. And check out our episode if you haven't already about uh, my first anime con experience and meeting Johnny on Bosch. It was a good episode and it was awesome to meet him. If you're listening, Johnny, shouts, man. Did you tell him about it? Did you say no. That? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get to small talk with the guy. <laughs> Not very long. Should have had him sign one of some of our merch. It's 40 bucks a pop. I mean, it's not really merch, only we have it, but yeah. <laughs> shirts with the logo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only we have it. <laughs> can't buy it. But anyways, I'm Jordo. Brennan. Colton. We are the Evans Bros. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great week, and as always, peace out. Peace <laughs> out.